Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. I'm excited to bring you this interview this week as I get to talk to Chow, one of my clients who has been a nurse for seven years, but has ventured off into entrepreneurship. And I think that there are so many people who are both nurses and in healthcare who think about doing something different and pivoting. Um, and they just don't think it's possible for themselves. They don't understand that they can do both or they can choose to do something different. And so Chow talks a little bit about her journey of entrepreneurship and what she is doing now and actually how being a nurse has benefited her and how coaching has really got her in the mindset to be successful in her new business as a CEO of Safe Patient Handling. Good afternoon, Chow. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I appreciate you being here today and taking time to be on it. You're welcome. I'm glad to be a part of this. Okay, so let's start the way we always start is just tell everyone whatever you want to share about yourself and kind of where you are right now in your journey. So I started off uh, my nursing career as a labor and delivery nurse. And as we all know, um, we always think L&D nurses, nice and pretty and the pink bows um, and everything comes in a pretty package and we have, you know, healthy mom, healthy baby. And of course that is uh, the goal. But I remember um, six months into my role as an L&D nurse and uh, there was a lot of in the trenches. Um, yes, definitely. <laughs> A lot of heavy lifting on my knees, on my hands, mom on her knees and hands, um, lots of running, uh, lots of stat C-sections. And so um, I'm glad I started there. It really um, helped me in my critical thinking process. <laughs> and where are you now? Like, tell us about your nursing career, like how it's gone and like currently. Yeah, and how it's evolved. So, so after labor and delivery, I decided to go into uh, cardiac uh, telemetry. Um, I was, I really liked the fact that in L&D, we did electronic fetal monitoring. And then I just essentially transitioned that to um, cardiac monitoring, you know, of course, in adults or geriatric population and our um, inner, our interventions are based on that, um, the strip, the uh, telemonitoring, the heart monitoring. And so I felt like I can transition over, even though it was completely different, I really like that concept. And uh, that's what I went into cardiac uh, tele. And that's where I felt like I really grew up as a nurse. Um, I really perfected my skills at the bedside and my processes, improving um, how I can not do things faster, but more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And of course, always focusing on um, safety, looking at the process and of course, seeing the, the holds where safety could be compromised and then really working on that. Um, and I felt like that made me uh, a good leader and it made me a good preceptor. So then I transitioned into precepting. And after I did that for a while, I, um, filled in the role of interim um, practice coordinator or charge nurse. And um, I felt like because I've, al I've always played the role as an indirect um, leader, it made 
that transition very easy. And because I spent so much time improving my processes, of course, being the charge nurse came uh, easy as well. I felt like I was prepared for that. And then now I'm teaching <laughs> at a local community um, college in the nursing program. I teach fundamentals. And I chose to teach fundamentals, even though my mind is always in uh, you know, that med surge, cardiac tele, my mind is there with the fourth semester students. But when I look at nursing in general, fundamentals is where we teach the foundation of uh, safe practices uh, for nurses. And I feel like that's where I will make the greatest impact in quality and safety in nursing practice. Yeah. And let's talk about um, a little bit, you know, when we first met, it was you wanting to get away from the bedside and you really mm -hmm. kind of going out and venturing out and starting your own business. So talk a yes. little bit about what got you to that decision and a little bit of like where you are in the starts of that. So my business focuses on um, consulting, healthcare consulting, and it essentially I'm solving a solution for an organization, especially when we're looking at um, nursing practice or uh, patient safety from a uh, business perspective. Um, and so I'm essentially helping organizations uh, save money by implementing a program. Um, I think I essentially realized that all along in my nursing career, I've always been a, I've always contributed in a problem solving manner, whether I was a preceptor and I was recommending how we can um, change the precepting program or the training for the preceptors, or whether I was um, writing a policy and procedure uh, on my unit and, and contributing to the uh, education or nursing education team or a committee, um, and then essentially moving into a role as a uh, program manager for patient safety, safe patient handling, um, essentially, I was always uh, bringing my expertise um, and how we can implement that and problem solve. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, throughout my years of like bedside nursing, uh, that's always been an issue, right? Like safe patient handling is something that's so stressed, but it gets looked over so easily. And mm -hmm. I just remember so many moments being in critical care where we just lacked the proper devices to really mm -hmm. take care of those critical patients. Or if we had them, it was like they were broke or we didn't know how to properly use them. So tell, um, tell everyone like kind of what your um, result is of consulting these companies that you're gonna be able to offer them for this disc, this huge disconnect between yeah between their nursing staff and themselves as the CEO of the business. Yes. And how I approach this issue is I, I put myself in the middle. Like if I'm educating the leaders of the organization, what do I need to speak to? Yeah. So we need to speak to our culture of safety and how we implementing, how we implement that through the organization. Um, and I think that's so important because we're not only looking at outcomes, like we can tell the nurses or the clinical workforce, hey, we need to um, get patients out of bed. We need to walk patients. We need to turn patients. Like we're looking at all these outcomes, 
But if we don't give them the tools on how to achieve that outcome, um, I think that's where the missing gap is. And that's for the leadership. And then now we're looking at nursing or clinical workforce, um, truly incorporating um, the safe patient handling to everyone. Everyone on that team, on that care team is responsible. Yeah. Like the unit clerk, they can call and call for a sling in the, um, whichever you know department they keep their slings in laundry or SPD. And then the CNA, let's say the CNA gets report from the previous um, CNA going off shift. They can talk about the mobility and what type of devices or which type of even the size of the sling, something as simple as that. Yeah. Then they can prep for that. And then the RN, of course, assessing the mobility status of the patient. Um, and of course, then hope, hopefully they have a unit clerk or let's say part of the management team, the leadership team on that floor where they can round and make sure that all the equipment are charged and ready to go for the day or yeah. change out the batteries. Um, basically everyone plays a part in safe patient handling. And then of course the nurse can delegate, you know, please bring this machine at this time because we will be needing to get this patient out of bed or we will get them up so we can start ambulating this patient. Yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, and I'm noticing more and more as I'm going through this whole process and change myself over the course of this last year is that nurses are speaking up now and becoming one great entrepreneurs and two realizing that because of the nursing job that they've done for so long, they can go out there and impact in other areas or in other careers and still have both. And in fact, what makes them a great entrepreneur and what makes them great in this new area that they're focusing on is because they've been a nurse. Absolutely. And I agree because we are great problems first yeah. at the bedside. Um, we are preventing a lot of the complications secondary to uh, being, being hospitalized for a patient. And I, I truly feel that at, at our core, we want the best outcome for our patients. But when you think about it uh, from a business perspective, the healthcare leadership perspective, then we're, we're saving the organization money, but we're preventing complications, especially ho hospital acquired complications. Yeah. And, you know, for me, and I don't know how you feel about this with your business and safe patient handling is that I feel like I can now go out there and, you know, of course, being in critical care for 12 years, I do feel like I was a part of saving lives, but mm -hmm. now being in coaching for people who are taking care of these patients, I feel like personally, I can go out there and save even more lives. And so how do you feel about that for safe patient handling and now leaving the bedside at a bigger level for yourself and your business? I will always continue to advocate um, for the nurses because I know how it felt to be at the bedside and the obstacles, um, me being at the bedside and thinking, am I, you know, protecting my my own health, my back, the longevity of my career. And of course, um, anytime we have any type of chronic pain, I feel like it's a huge impact on our mental health as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I truly want the nurses, I will always advocate and I, I want all nurses to see the importance of considering that, you know, the mm -hmm. longevity of my career and chronic pain um, and how that affects their mental health um, with their families. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, if you could share, you know, what you, when we met, we, so we've been working together for about three months and we're going to continue on for another three or four months. So just share with everyone what you wanted from coaching and kind of when we first started and where you are now, like what you've learned from it. It definitely, coaching has definitely brought um, clarity in my work, uh, clarity to continue in my business. Um, I, so I was trained and I've done previous work and research in say patient handling, collecting data. Uh, and I didn't want to niche down. I wanted to focus on patient safety as this huge umbrella, but something, you know, something in me told me to, to stick with this niche, uh, this specialty of focus. It's almost like occupational, um, nursing, uh, musculoskeletal, um, workforce, um, like almost like protecting our workforce. Um, so a little bit of HR, a little bit of employee health and a little bit of <laughs> bedside, a little bit of, uh, almost like rehabilitation nursing. Yeah. Um, and so something told me to, to continue in this. And I felt like coaching made me it made it clear why I, I'm sticking with this and continuing to uh, advocate. And it's all, it's essentially a movement um, because when I was in nursing school, uh, safe patient handling was not being taught, yeah. especially not with the use of uh, devices to help care for patients. Uh, so yeah. this is definitely a movement and for me to continue in this movement. Yeah. And how has coaching kind of helped you or what have you learned from it over the last three months? Like, how has it helped you with your business? Shifting my mindset. Uh, I think a lot of us nurses, especially if we've practiced at the bedside, that is so essential to our identity. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to let go of that and pivot our skills, our knowledge, um, and applying that into an entrepreneur uh, role. And yeah. so I think that coaching has truly shifted my mindset and embrace entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've like really worked on busting up some beliefs, like some beliefs that you've held for a long time. Would you be willing to share what any of those are for people who might be struggling with the same thing, who are thinking about leaving bedside or doing entrepreneurship or doing something different than other than being a nurse or being in healthcare? I think one of the hardest things that um, I had to overcome was uh, even though I left bedside, um, for about two years and I was managing this program, it, it's almost like I, because I was advocating for the nurses at a, when I worked at this facility, I felt like that was, that was replacing me not being at the bedside. Mm -hmm. That feeling that um, 
whole. And then because I'm stepping into entrepreneurship completely and not working for any kind of healthcare organization specifically, um, that transition was hard as well. Because then I felt like I'm leaving behind um, the, the nursing practice. I'm leaving behind what I worked so hard for my BSN degree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I felt like I was leaving behind people that counted on me. Mm. Um, yes. So that's, that was one of the most difficult things to embrace. Um, and then of course, shifting my mindset into entrepreneurship, I almost felt like it was selfish of me to, to make this move. <laughs> yeah. So how are you feeling now? If those were like your beginning beliefs, like how are you feeling now about yes. that? Well, being in an entrepreneurship uh, role, I can help so many organizations and of course make a bigger impact working with, you know, the clinical workforce, working with RNCNAs, um, management team across, um, you know, this is, this is a position where I can work either from home or I can work, you know, on site. Um, so I feel like I'm going to make a bigger impact because I'll be working with different organizations and really seeing what they're doing. And then of course, helping them, uh, bridge those gaps. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to, because I know that there's people out there listening, would you say to those people who are thinking about doing something on top of practicing as a nurse or practicing in healthcare mm -hmm. and shifting and doing something different? at the same time, but who yes. might be feeling some reservations about it, like you did mm -hmm. when we first met? You can definitely do both. Um, so when I, so I still um, do some bedside nursing per diem, a local um, registry. And so I still serve at the bedside, but then I realized my heart is um, always, and my mind <laughs> is always in in the role of uh, say patient handling and entrepreneurship, and I'm I'm just constantly that's where my mind and my heart is. And I, and even though I will, I know that I will miss the bedside, the interaction with my team, the interaction with the patients. I know that if I completely embrace and lean into the discomfort of entrepreneurship. I'm going to make a greater impact. And then I don't want to look back on my life and think that I did not go for it. Like there's something bigger, something more that I want to achieve. Yeah. But it feels so uncomfortable. <laughs> and we've talked about this uncomfort, right? Like, yes, that when we set out to have a big goal for ourselves or to make something possible, like we just, it's uncomfortable. Yes. And we've also talked about that we're going to be thinking about it either way. So we have to make a choice. Like, are we going to just be mm -hmm. thinking about what if our whole life, or are we going to just be thinking about it and going for it? Yes. Truly trusting yourself and thinking that, or shifting into to the mindset that I'm I'm gonna, I have the critical thinking skills. I have the knowledge to figure it out as I go. I don't have to have all the answers now. There's no such thing as perfection. And I have the 
I have the skills and the knowledge um, to figure out as I go. And I will find another way to pivot my business. I will find a low hanging fruit that I'm going to go for it. Yes. Yeah. I love when you always say that because you do say that a lot, like a low hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Like, Tell me what you mean about that to, to the people who are listening. What that means to me is um, tackling what is like right under your nose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And so, so when it comes to entrepreneurship, um, a low hanging fruit would be establishing all the, all your warm contacts. So I've been a nurse for a while and I understand, you know, the different um, healthcare settings, acute versus long-term versus assisted living. And of course, I understand that the application for patient handling can be used in all settings or is important in all settings. And so, of course, reaching out to my warm contacts and um, letting them know that this is my passion and this is how I can help or this is how I can solve problems for your organization. Yeah. And what would you say to people who are considering doing coaching or starting entrepreneurship? What would Mm -hmm. you say to them? when they're like, should I do it? Should I not? Like, what is it done for you? You're, you're already doing it. <laughs> you're doing it at the bedside as you um, encourage and support your patients, informing them about their medications that they're taking. Yeah. Um, you're educating the family. You're educating your, your patient. You're rooting them on. You are helping them problem solve. And so when they go home, you know that this will be a safe discharge and that at least our goal is to keep our patients at home. And so we're helping them problem solve. Like, how are you going to put your pills? Um, like, how are you gonna manage your, your all these medications? And, you know, tell me about your medications and then helping them understand their medications by using, you know, simple terminology. Um, helping them understand their diet, um, you know, helping them set up an appointment with their primary care. You're, you're essentially coaching. Yeah. And so, and then when you're precepting, you're essentially coaching a new nurse, um, yeah. a student nurse. And so and, you're already doing it. And what would you say to those people who are thinking about hiring a coach who are mm-hmm. trying to go into maybe entrepreneurship from nursing, what would you say mm-hmm. to them as far as if they're thinking about, should I hire a coach or should I hire not hire a mindset coach and just go for it? You definitely will need a mindset coach because it's a huge shift in being a bedside nurse to an entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurship or entrepreneur role. Um, and I'm continuing you know, I'm choosing to continue my mindset coach, <laughs> coaching sessions, because I truly feel that it's going to help me reach for what is, I feel is most difficult, yeah. like a goal that I'm setting, uh, or even to set a goal that is, it feels like impossible. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm meeting those uh, like stepping stones as I get to that, that ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, and so I really, really recommend yeah. hiring a mindset coach. And let's talk about 
like your services that you provide, if there's anyone out there. I mean, I know when I met you, I didn't, I knew about safe patient handling, but what you, the business you are, you have, and you own about consulting to these companies is huge. So tell me about like the services that you're providing um, through your business to these corporations. Yes. So I, so my goal is to have organizations who, um, truly feel that this program will benefit their organization, whether they already have parts of the program set up or they've been thinking about um, implementing this program or they've implemented it, but they are not gathering the data that they need to support this program and to keep it active. A lot of the times I find that organizations will have uh, multiple devices in their organization Uh, But what we can do is really evaluate if these devices are, uh, does does it match the type of patient care or the high risk uh, tasks that the nursing or clinical workforce is performing. And so the goal is to match the device to the um, high risk, they call it high risk task or high risk for musculoskeletal injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. And if people want to find out more about what you do and the services you provide, how do they go about contacting you? You can definitely reach out to me on uh, my LinkedIn. Yes. Okay, so great. just go ahead and type in say patient handling, or you can type in uh, chore her C-H-O-R last name her and you should find my profile um and then in my profile there is a way to set up a call with me and so we can discuss the solutions for your organization okay great and one last question for you we've really worked on as entrepreneurs you know we think there's so many things that we have to do to get our business going but what we really have coached on is what do we have to be like believe about ourselves what do we have to believe about our company why are we doing it and so what are some of the thoughts that have really served you to think um, for yourself about your business right now truly a uh, a shift in mindset in and believing that what I have, to offer is very, it's valuable. Uh, It is a solution. It's going to help organizations. It's gonna help the clinical workforce um, and it's gonna help the patients. Um, And I, what I love about safe patient handling is that it'll it'll benefit everyone involved in patient care. And that's why I continue to, uh, I continue in this movement of of practicing implementation of safe patient handling. Yeah. Well, I really am grateful to be a part of your journey and really help you because your message and what you're doing is so great and is going to help so many organizations, not only organizations, but nurses and other staff and the patients ultimately. Mm-hmm. And so I know that your ripple effect of consulting with all of these companies is going to create something totally different in healthcare that no one's really even thought about before. And so I am grateful to be a part of this process with you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm, I'm so glad that I just, um, like I made that move to reach out 
because I saw, I remember seeing your uh, Instagram post and something about um, like your message uh, resonated with me. Yeah. And so I, I knew that it was going to be um, like a, a perfect match. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so excited yes. to keep working with you and just like see where your business is taking off and um, just thank you so much for being on today and sharing a little bit about your story. And I hope that it inspires someone else who's listening today to do the same. Absolutely. I think so many nurses are in the same boat um, because of course we are natural problem solvers and that because of that um, skill that we have, we will always be able to find a, a solution um, and, and to make that a part of if that entrepreneurship if you're ready to take that road you have an expertise you have a solution that you can offer uh, whether that's to clients or that's to healthcare organizations <laughs> yeah I love that thought that we are natural problem solvers because we've had to be mm -hmm. absolutely and yes. I think the same thing yes. too like my thought is like I'm so resourceful like I can always get what I need mm -hmm. Yes. I may not have the answers, but I know where to find the answer. To, yeah. I know where to find the answer. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be so valuable. So thank you again for being on today, Chow. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to continue to work together. You're very welcome. Okay. Very we'll welcome. see ya. Bye. Bye-bye. If you've ever thought about how coaching can help you move into entrepreneurship or shifting gears and pivoting into doing something different at the same time of your current job, I want to offer to you that it definitely is possible. And this world needs people like us who are willing to have the courage to be able to use our skills that we have honed in our current career to do something different, to step out, to have courage that what we have to offer is because of the great um, nurses or great position that we were in before. And we have to have the courage to be able to step out of that and help other people do the same. And so I want to offer to you that coach can really help you get there, can help bridge the gap of the obstacles that you're facing of how to make that possible for yourself. And I want to just offer for you to book a consult with me and we can talk about how we can get you to that next step of being able to do both in your life. That's all for this week. And I can't wait to share the next interview with you next week. And we will see all you guys then. Bye.